0: the next generation of radio it's the mymac.com podcast
1: podcasting from the mymac.com studios it's your hosts tim robertson and chad perry it's thursday april 14th and this is
2: chad perry with tim robertson and this is the mymac.com podcast indeed indeed it is i'm not lying so good news in the Good news in the news. Well, Apple has officially announced that Tiger, the uh, next generation Mac OS operating system, is just a couple weeks away. Excellent. Which is very cool. I'm, I've am i had a pre-release copy of it on mm-hmm. a secondary drive on my G5, and I've played with it, but not really extensively. Um, because, honestly, when I'm on the G5, I need to get stuff done, and I'm not going to get serious work done by using a beta Operating system, right? I, that's just not very smart. Yeah. Plus, my whole mail identity is on ten point three, you know. So <laughs> it's like I can't even check my email when I'm over here in ten point four. So, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I gotta say, a lot of people are going to be even more impressed than they think they are with Spotlight. It's just amazing when you do a search with Spotlight, what it finds. It's hmm. uh, it's gonna it's gonna change the way people use their Macs. It really will. And widgets are cute, but you know, you can take or leave mm. those. Just desktop toys? Just desktop toys. I mean, there are some there are some neat things that you can do with it. I mean, you can have a, a weather thing running, so you can check your weather. And but I think it's really going to come in handy when third parties start writing widgets to go with it. You know, give you a prime example. Yes, Safari, the new version of Safari 2.0, is going to have RSS built right in. Wouldn't it be even cooler if you had a widget that does RSS, or if you oh, go yeah. to a a certain website, and you bring up your widgets, it could actually copy the RSS feed right then. Or I don't know. Just, there's just all kinds of things that I can see widgets accomplishing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I think widgets are pretty much going to kill um, Sherlock. Oh, I mean, yeah. well, because all the little components in Sherlock is a widget now. You know, stock tracker. Uh, yeah. Your airline tracking, eBay tracking, any of that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff you can do with a widget. You don't have to do it in Safari anymore. Plus, Safari is just really slow. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you use, or not Safari, um,
1: Sherlock's? Sherlock.
2: Sherlock. Do you use Sherlock much? Not very often, no. Well, we're on a dial up connection right here, right? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're we're on a cable modem. Well, I'll just give you an example. We're going to launch Sherlock right here. I've clicked it and waiting, waiting. It comes up, and we want to go to movies. Loading, loading. We're waiting, we're waiting. We are on a cable modem, and we're still waiting. And it's starting to load now, and things are starting to populate, but we still don't have a movie listing. This is just way too long. Right. I don't. It's. I'm already bored with it. Click. It's gone. Mm-hmm. If you had a widget that you could just bring up with a hotkey and boom, it populates it right then. Mm-hmm. Sherlock shouldn't load that much slower than a website, it's crazy. So, I think Widget's going to kill off Sherlock as, I mean, that's older technology, there's nothing wrong with it going away.
1: Now, can you step back and explain to some of our newer listeners, if there's somebody that's not familiar with the Macintosh, what the concept behind the Widget is? Widget is a small little application
2: that, it's not always running, but if you hit a hotkey, it will bring up a tiny little window, a little widget, if you will. Mm -hmm. With specific information one of them might be for instance a stock tracker so you can enter in the stocks that you want to watch and as you're working on your computer whenever you hit let's just say F8 key the mm-hmm. F8 it will bring up that widget and boom there's a updated list of your stock right there same thing you could watch your eBay uh, auctions just mm-hmm. hit F8 and boom right there it is um, really you, there's other applications that could have done that in the past and currently Right, but because it's going to be built right into the OS, um, it's just going to be a lot faster and it's going to look a lot better. Uh, we got some contest information to pass along here in a few minutes. Uh, let's go ahead and run a commercial, sure. and uh, let's do some not Mac news. And then we're going to come back and we're going to look at uh, compatibility. What computers are going to work with Mac OS 10.4? And get us some contest news
1: and maybe some other information. All right. And so here's a message from our sponsors, Small Dog Electronics.
0: Most websites are only there for you to buy something. Buy, buy, buy. Save, save, save. At smalldog.com, well, they're happy if you buy something, but that's just half the story. Take a walk around smalldog.com and you'll find the inside scoop on Mac products and lots of helpful how-tos for beginners and experts alike. Digital photography and graphic design, music and sound, small business and more. From iTunes to inkjets, Apple to Ziff. Smalldog.com so you can love your Mac more. High technology at low prices. Smalldog.com Are you suffering from annoying iPod pain and itching? Well, relief, my friend, is on the way. Tune in your browser now to truckerphoto.blogspot.com for soothing, immediate iPod pain relief. Avoid that embarrassing doctor visit and make that expensive iPod activity unnecessary now by tuning in to Trucker Tom's podcast. A twice weekly application of Trucker Tom will immediately melt away that embarrassing pain and itching in your iPod. Again, that's truckerphoto.blogspot.com. You better do it now before it gets out of control. And now, Not Mac News with Chris Siebel. If you're hot to get Tiger, you don't have long to wait. Apple is now taking pre-orders to guarantee delivery by April 29th. Don't expect that guarantee to hold up. Not Mac News has learned that thousands of delivery people are planning to call in sick on the 29th to avoid dealing with pasty white Apple fanboys Emerging from the basement for the first time since Panther was released. In related news, now that Tiger is official, Apple fans are already wondering what OS 10.5 will be named. Not Mac News is proud to reveal, the new codename is, and we quote, Good lord, this naming scheme has grown incredibly lame. Let's just call it 10.5. Unquote. On location in Southeast Montana. For not Mac News, I'm Chris Siebold.
2: And that was uh Not Mac News with his his holy pontiff Chris Siebold.
1: Yes, the uh bishop of Billings, or should I say Sieboldsburg.
2: <laughs> Sieboldsburg. <laughs> Uh, let's do some contest winner information real quick here. What this is is for... You know what, though? Here's the thing. We have some extras to give away. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and just do some contest uh, real quick here. Number one, I'm going to read three of the contest winners. Um, there are two more, but <laughs> I guess I didn't send them over here, uh, did I? Didn't I didn't get
1: them. I didn't get the All, all three of
2: these winners are... In association with us and the My Mac Guys podcast. So, um, if you listen to the My Mac Guys podcast, which, by the way, isn't us, it's another show, and you listen to us and you got both contest words, you may have won. Here's the winners we got right now. We've got M.T. McPhee from Calgary, Alberta, Canada.
1: We've got Michael Josh H. Villanueva from Quezon City, Philippines. Philippines, cool. Sweet. And Frank Barnett or Barrett. 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 <laughs> My name is Tim and I can read English. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. And uh go ahead. He's from uh Thule, Utah.
2: So we got a winner from Canada, the Philippines, and Utah. Yep. Boy, that's pretty much the demographics of everybody, isn't it? I mean that pretty much encompasses
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're missing Africa and Europe, but I'm sure they're, you've got, we've got listeners there. So. Well, I know we do
2: in Europe, at yeah. least the UK. Sure. It's, well, and Sweden. In Sweden, absolutely. So there you go. Um, those are our three winners so far. If you would like a road trip FM transmitter, basically so you can take your iPod or your other MP3 player and play it via a radio station in your car, this is all courtesy of com. Um, here's another way you can win. Either go to the Roadhouse podcast, look for a link on the show notes for the show. Uh, go to uh, MyMac.com, take a look at the show notes. Go to the Roadhouse and listen to show number 8. Um, of course, the Roadhouse is the finest blues you've never heard. and uh, You're going to have to listen to pretty much the entire podcast because... His word is at the end. What is this word stuff? How can we? Do you think we ought to explain this
1: for new listeners? Sure. Basically, how the contest works is that each podcast who's participating with us has a secret word, which they tell you it's the secret word. So, at least somewhere, some sometime throughout their podcast, they'll say, "Here's our secret word for the contest," and they'll give it to you. So, what you need to do is get their secret word and our secret word. And send us an email.
2: At contest at com. Send both mm-hmm. words. And? And you will be in. Uh, what you could win is a newer technology road trip FM transmitter. And again, that's from macsales.com. Our word was Godzilla. Yep. So if you go listen to Tony's show right now, we'll wait. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. And now you're back. Uh, you probably got his word. I know what it is, but I'm not telling you here. Because you got to listen to Tony's. And uh, send that word in with the word Godzilla. And you could be entered in to win an FM transmitter. But, you know what? Because we've got a few extras of these, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking about maybe inviting another podcast in. Or do you think we ought to give some away ourselves? I say we give more nah, five more away. All right. Just like that. See, the, Max Sales is such a cool company to uh, to do this contest with us and to sponsor this contest that uh, they've given me permission to give a few more away. So we're going to give five more of these little boogers away. All you have to do is send in the word, I don't know what, tiger. Tiger. Hey, tiger's coming, coming out. Yeah, so, Tiger's
1: coming out. You know, yep. Yeah. The
2: first five emails I get to... Uh, at at contest at mymac.com with the word tiger in the subject line. In the subject line, put tiger. The first five I get, I'm going to get you a FM transmitter. Make sure you send in your mailing address. Don't worry, I'm not going to send a bomb or anything to your house. I won't even send Chad there, okay?
1: And but, we won't even announce it on the podcast because gosh knows you don't. You know, once you get as popular as you will from having this road trip, you're not gonna want anybody stopping by your house. So. Yeah, to borrow
2: and hey, dude, I heard you won the road trip. You know that just it'd be such a pain. So we'll tell you. Well, we we'll probably uh, say where you're from, but you know, we won't give the actual address of where you live. So uh, subject line: Tiger. Send us your mailing address, and basically that's so we know where to send this thing. It's Kind of hard to send a physical object via cyberspace, yeah, that's no one's true. figured it out yet, so you yeah. gotta have your mailing address.
1: that'll be in Mac os ten point five by the way, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, part of the new uh, iChat a v <laughs> which is a neat looking feature. you're gonna be able to talk to multiple people at the same time, really uh, and you know with the video and everything, it's really cool. We'll get into the more of that once it's released, and we can uh have first hand experience playing with it sure. that sort of thing. Uh, Let's move on. We were talking earlier about uh, Apple News. Probably the big thing, other than Apple's announcement of when Tiger is going to be released, is they released their sales figures today. So, Apple post profits for this quarter of $290 million. That's quite a bit of money. That's a big chunk of change. Mm. What if they want to buy MyMac.com? I'll sell it for half that. (laughs) Didn't you try
1: that once already?
2: Well, it was an April Fools joke. <laughs> so, um it's it's going to be uh uh pretty nice. I, I don't know. Do you think people at at Apple still get vacations and stuff like that when they hit or hit their sales goals and I mean, it used to be a big thing that if you make your sales goals, you get a vacation and all that stuff. I wonder if they still do that.
1: Well, how hard is an Apple does the Apple sales force really have to push though? I mean,
2: well, when you got such a small market share, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. If you're, if you're an iPod sales division, you know, you right. probably don't have to try very hard. But if you're out there trying to sell Emacs, that might be a little.
1: Oh, well, that's true. I forget about the education market.
2: But two hundred ninety million dollars—that's a nice little profit. Uh, Mac sales reached one million, and they've sold over five million iPods. You know, if we can just get half the people that's bought an iPod to download and listen to the, our podcast,
1: we'd probably be pretty popular. We could really get some good advertising dollars on
2: Yeah. Well, actually, I would just ask everybody who listens to send one dollar. <laughs> That'd be $2.5
1: million. And you could get a hell of a good podcast out of that, too. That's tell you. <laughs> I tell you what,
2: we'll do a strip tease podcast. <laughs> no, no, Chad, put it back on. I said we would. Jeez, he's getting all ahead of himself. Oh, let's see here. What else we got? Oh, we wanted to go over the compatibility for Mac OS 10.4. Codename Tiger. We should get like a uh, sound effect to go there. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, Every time we match growl. Tiger, there'll be a growl. Oh.
1: Ooh. Let's try it. Alright. Alright, Tiger. You know, I think that Tiger's already taken. We may have to find something better than that. Okay. Want to try it again? Sure.
2: Okay. Tiger.
1: Oh, that's a little better. That's a little better. I think that's a lion, though. You think so? Yeah. Well, I'll try to get it again one more time. Okay, ready? Ready. Tiger!
2: Uh, I, it sounded like you got sick or something. Very talkative, Tiger. W- one more time. One more time. Tiger! <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> tiger sneeze? I don't know. Let me go back and listen to that. Hold on. What? Sounds like a baby one.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe a little tiger cub.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, enough fun. Let's uh let's look at the tiger compatibility list. All and right. And we're finding this at uh, Mac or I'm sorry. Like I was gonna say Mac.
1: www.apple.com backslash macosx backslash upgrade backslash requirements.
2: Okay, if you have a newer Mac, obviously Tiger is not going to be a problem for you. However, about the oldest Power Mac you can use would be a blue and white Power Mac G3. In other words, if you have a beige G3, you're out of luck. Mm. The oldest PowerBook that's going to work with the Tiger is going to be the PowerBook G3 Firewire. Uh, And I believe that's more commonly referred to as the Pismo. Mm. So Mm -hmm. if you have anything before a Pismo PowerBook G3, you ought to look. As far as the iMacs go, if you've got a flat panel G5, you're good. If you've got a Mac Mini, you're good, although you're probably going to want to up the memory. If you've got a flat panel, the lampshade iMac, the iMac G4, Mm -hmm. you're good. If you've got an iMac G3, the only ones you can use would be the slot-loading iMac. In other words, Mm -hmm. if you can put your disc in your iMac without a tray actually coming out, You're good. If you've got a tray CD-ROM in your iMac... Then Tiger's not for you. Not going to be able to run it. All the eMacs, looks like, uh, are safe. And the iBooks, if you've got one of the uh, newer iBooks, you're good. But if you've got the old Barbie purse type of toilet seat looking iBook... Yeah. That's what I... A lot of people say Barbie. I always thought they kind of looked like a toilet seat. You know, (laughs) lift it up... If you've got FireWire on it, you're good. Which is the iBook SE. If you've got one of the very first iBooks, the 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 pink or what was it? Was it no? It's orange. Orange. The orange one or the really light blue one. You're out of luck. You're not running Tiger. So um, Apple's website says the requirements for Tiger is Power Mac, Power PC G3, G4, or G5 with. Uh, Go ahead. Built-in FireWire. At least 256 megs of physical RAM. But and I I'm, think
1: you're going to need more than that.
2: I, you know what? <laughs> if if you don't have at least 512 megabytes, don't bother. I'm seriously, I don't care what Apple's website's saying, don't bother. You, you need at least a half gig of RAM.
1: Unless you only want to run the OS. Yes. And no other applications.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's kind of useless at that point, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like having a, a, a wristwatch that only shows seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? 57? 58? 59? <laughs> Crap, it's back to zero. Uh, uh, at least 3 gigabytes of available space on your hard drive. 4 gigabytes of space if you install Xcode 2 developer's tools. Man, an operating system that takes 3 gigabytes. Thank, I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, I've been around Macs for so long that I remember when the entire Macintosh operating system fit on one floppy drive. That's one point four megabytes. Yep. Yeah. I remember having the old boot disks back
1: yep. in the original. Oh, absolutely. Well, oh. I've
2: got uh, at home, and you, and you've seen an, yep. an original 128K Mac, and I've got the disk for it. Mm-hmm. And well, what are those 400K disks? Yep. I mean, you just—it's just amazing that we're, we're talking about three gigs for just your interaction with the computer cuz really that's what the operating system is it allows people to control the computer if you didn't have an operating system on the computer and you didn't know how to basically code mm-hmm. you, you don't have a computer that's worth using it's right. just a box so just your interaction with the computer is going to cost you 129 bucks and it's going to take 3 gigs of hard drive space so <clears throat> there you go um i know there's going to be some special prices out there Take a look, see what you guys can find. If you find any incredibly great deals, let us know at mymac.com, well, mymacpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll pass it along to everybody. Uh, we're at about 20 minutes. It's one of our, uh, I don't know, it until this actually comes out and there's like new products and, and all that, there just doesn't seem to be a whole lot to talk
1: about, I don't think. No, no, but uh, I, I do want to kind of throw out that article. In, that was published in the Street dot com, and that was the one by Troy Wolverton. I didn't read it myself. Uh, basically, the article's Apple may need to power up the Mac, mm-hmm. and his his contention, or at least his concern, as far as uh, other market watchers is that, in order to be a viable long term and profitable long term, Apple needs to focus on the core business, which is business which is computers. I guess his concern is that, with all the success of the iPod and the iPod Shuffle that Apple may be directing itself in a way that... Well, towards a business that really isn't... A in other words, business.
2: Apple's focusing too much on the iPod and not enough on the Mac?
1: Or at least the market is.
2: Well, you know, I, I would probably disagree with that. If you look at what Apple's come out with in just the last year alone, the vast majority of the resources are actually going to the Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, other than new models for the iPod, what what can an iPod do right now that a year ago iPod couldn't do? Mm-hmm. Nothing, right? Um, excuse me. Yeah, I shouldn't have ate the chili dogs before I came over. I guess. No, they're really good though. <laughs> really, I'll pay for it tonight.
1: I'm um, paying for it right now. <laughs> Ooh, <two, two>, Wow. <laughs> um,
2: you look at the software that's come out. The new versions of iLife, new iWork. 10.4 is coming out, which is Tiger. Mm-hmm. You look at all the things that Apple's really pushing right now, and the iPod is pretty much selling itself. Apple is really pushing the Mac mm-hmm. and, and all the software that goes with mm-hmm. it. So I think if, if the street really went back and, and took a look at what Apple is selling mm-hmm. compared to how much they're pushing it, yeah, you're going to see a lot of iPod commercials, but it's a lot easier to have a commercial for a little music player than a full computer. Right. Um and Steve Jobs was actually in the news today as well pimping Tiger saying though well, this is going to cause a lot of people to switch I don't think so.
1: I was going to ask you about that because I saw the same articles and I was I, I didn't I, I I've never seen an operating system that has enough pull to pull someone away from what they're used to. Well, uh,
2: I I would I would say that's true except Windows 95. When mm-hmm. Windows 95 came out, a lot of people moved into PCs. Um I like that people used to say Windows 95 equals Mac
1: 89. <laughs> I used to well, say that a lot. Yeah, and it's true, but I, I guess with Windows 95, when I look at that, d- did it pull people into... Yes, yes. Yeah, a lot of
2: people quit using the Mac. At the... Really? When, you gotta, when you look well, you... back, when Windows 95 came out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Apple was really hurting. Um, it was all doom and gloom. The product line was huge, but it was stagnant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When Apple would... Uh, short high-end systems all of a sudden the, de- the demand became for high-end systems so apple mm-hmm. the next go-around would make a whole bunch of high-end systems mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the demand is low-end systems and apple couldn't mm-hmm. meet those orders um they weren't moving inventory everybody knows they were i mean at one point they lost 740 million dollars in one quarter mm-hmm. that was right before gil was outed mm-hmm. so a lot of people jump ship from apple to the pc And a lot of the reason was Windows 95 because at least the perception at the time was Windows 95 makes a PC as easy to use as a Macintosh. We know that's not true. Mm -hmm. And even a lot of the Macintosh users back in 95, 96 who made that switch knew it wasn't true. But it was good enough and they didn't want to be stuck with an obsolete operating system when it came time to upgrade. They said, heck with it, I'm just going to get a PC. Windows Mm -hmm. 95, it's finally there. Yeah, So... But you know, you look at you look at the next version of Windows is going to come out next year. Mm-hmm. That's going to make five years since the last significant upgrade to Windows. I mean, they're still using XP. And if you go back and realize when XP was released, that was 2001. Mm-hmm. That's a long time for one operating system to sit out there, and people wonder why there's so many bugs and there's so many. You would think that after this long. Microsoft has spent a lot of time and a lot of energy fixing those bugs, patching the security holes, but if you look at it, it's still all there. And Apple keeps running every year, or at least every 18 months, 10.1 comes out, 10.2, 10.3, and 10.4, and on each one it gets better and better and better. And for Steve Jobs to come out and say 10.4 is going to cause a lot of people to switch to the Mac, I just don't see it, mm. honestly. How do you market 10.4 to the unwashed masses how do you do that on television in the 30 second ad? i don't know how you do it i don't think spotlight is going to be for a current mac user when they use spotlight and they get used to it it's going to change the way they use the computer i swear mm-hmm. it really will but how do you explain that to a pc user that's never used a mac or hasn't used a mac since say 93
0: mm-hmm.
2: you can't do it on a television commercial i don't think an infomercial right. maybe but then you come off kind of looking cheesy, like you're selling Ginsu knives or something, well, or yep. collapsible super ladder, you know. <laughs> which, by the way, I want one of those. Those are kind of cool looking. <laughs>
1: um, you know
2: what I'm talking about those ladders? Oh yeah, oh, yeah.
1: I've got a folding ladder on myself. So.
2: I, uh, I I didn't, I specifically didn't tell you about this before because I wanted to tell you about it during the podcast. Uh-huh. I thought you'd enjoy it more this way. Um, when I send out email now, part of my signature is my Skype name because I am I don't use Skype all the time, but I am starting to use Skype. Mm-hmm. And it's internet telephony, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Tele- How do you say it? Telephony? telephony. Telephony? Yep. I like telephony. It sounds better. <laughs> it's a phony television. Um, and my uh, my name on there is MyMac.com. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe no one else had it. Can you imagine that? Over a million people, no one used that one. Who'd have thunk? So, it is in my signature, and sometimes when I post stuff online, I have it in there as well. I launched the, uh, the Skype, what's today, Wednesday? Yesterday, yeah. last night, at about, oh, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I've got it running, and I get a call. And I didn't recognize the, the name, period. I had no idea who it was. And so I, I took it, and it was a guy, he's an Army Ranger, and he's in Iraq, and he had listened to our podcast.
1: Oh, you're kidding. No,
2: and I only talked to him for just a few minutes. He didn't have a lot of time. He said mm-hmm. he put it in Skype just to see if I happened to be online, mm-hmm. and mine was the last name that he had seen mm-hmm. uh, for Skype for a Skype user. And I had just like on, I mean, I wasn't even on 30 seconds when it rang. Huh? And and I only talked to him for about, like I said, a minute or so, I and mean, it was really a really short mm-hmm. conversation. Real nice guy. I can't remember his name now, but it happened so fast that mm-hmm. I think his. I want to say Tony. But I don't think that's it. I think I'm thinking of Tony from the...
1: Uh, oh, Tony steeler Dennison. Yeah, yeah, I think
2: his name just is stuck in my head mm-hmm. now, after the fact. But um, he just wanted us to know that uh, they had listened to our podcast mm-hmm. in the Humvee and thought it was really funny. And the guy said uh, something about one of his buddies is a PC user, and he's a Mac user. Uh-huh. And he says, but listen to us so reminded them of being at home talking to their friends about computers and just whatever came out. Mm -hmm. Just the stuff. That's awesome. So I thought that was pretty cool. I wanted to share it with you before, but I thought, I'm just going to wait to the podcast, to we're actually (laughs) recording tonight, and I'll tell you about it. I wish I could remember his name, and I feel really bad, because chances are he's probably listening to this.
1: But Well, please call back to him then.
2: (laughs) Skype me at MyMac.com. But, you know, it, it started getting me thinking a little bit afterwards that... We're both Americans, obviously. Not mm-hmm. everybody who listens to this is an American. And even those who are, many, many of them don't agree with what's going on in, going on in Iraq mm-hmm. right now. And I'm not even going to say I agree with it. Be that as it may, this is a person that's literally out there in mortal danger. Mm-hmm. He's not walking around with an iPod, listening to headphones on a campus somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This is a person that's walking around with the M sixteen or whatever weapon he has, in hostile territory, that can be killed at any time. Yep. And they were listening to our podcast. That just doesn't seem real to me. It seems, it makes me feel like I have more responsibility of doing the podcast than we really do. I mean, because we're just not, we're just a couple jerk offs <laughs> screwing around and. <laughs> Making these podcasts and having fun and giving stuff away.
1: And trying to present a quality product.
2: Quite. <laughs> but,
1: um,
2: I don't know. It just kind of made me feel like, it, it, it made it feel like it's more important than it really is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, I don't want to belittle what we're doing or the importance that we have in our commitment to it. Because we're right. going to be doing this for a while. Right. For a long while. But for someone to be in Iraq... In their Humvee listening to us just yak mm-hmm. and and the situation he's in and the people with him, I don't know, it just kind of gave me a weird feeling afterwards, after I talked to him. I mean, it was really cool while I was talking to him. He did most of the talking, I didn't say much. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what he was doing at the time, and we didn't get to talk long and I hope, I hope we get to talk again. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it, it was just, it was surreal to me to have someone call a soldier from Iraq, and then again, he could have been full of crap. He might have been just some kid in Idaho. That's you know, good <laughs> oh, from Iraq. You know, I don't think that's the case. I think he was. That's who it was. Right. But Army Ranger. There you go. Um, kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah that as, is and it's kind of neat. Up.
2: Yeah. But uh, and and I and I do apologize. I don't remember your name. Um, whatever your name is. Uh, take care of yourself out there, man. Absolutely. You know, don't die. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. Don't get maimed. Don't die. Take care of yourself. Take care of your buddies, and come on home, man. That's our podcast for uh, Thursday, April fourteenth. I am Tim Robertson, and I am Chad Perry. We'll see you again in one week's time. I'll see ya.